they look at something at, at the story that they're telling and they have a way in which they look at it and they go, okay, I really want to tell this story. What's the important thing for me to tell in this story? I think actors should ask themselves the same questions, same questions, by the way, what's the, <laughs> what do you really want to say with this part? What is it? What is it? The thing that really you have that excitement about, right? The emotional thing of what you're doing. And then the sensibilities show up to help you figure out how you're going to do that, mm. right? How do you bring that passion and that excitement to fruition in its best, most effective and sometimes most efficient form, right? How are you, how can you, I think it's also, you know, sensibility is also about, again, that, that pragmatism and about simplicity. This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby Cook and Evan Schulte. Exploring the challenges of the creative call so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. Here we are again, talking about some more stuff and bringing our sensibilities to the conversation. That's right. We're talking. <laughs> Maybe not the best sensibilities. You're one step we're, away from dad jokes, Evan. Yeah. We're, well, you know, it's inevitable, I think. So we're calling this one coming to our sensibilities. And, you know, I really like this word. I really am looking forward to playing with this word a little bit in this conversation because I think it says so much. It's a very particular kind of word. Sensibility is a different kind of thing, you know, from, I don't know, like like the things that you know or the things that you, you believe or... I don't know. There's, there's a, there's a certain, there's a certain vibe to this word of sensibilities, which I think evokes a lot of things that are like, yes, it's a, it's about being wise. And it's about also, I think some of the things that you're bringing to the table, but also there are sensibilities are something that I think they develop, you know, they, they change, they develop They're they're, uh, they're a moving type of thing and yet they they do they bring with them a a kind of intelligence a kind of um usefulness a, a, a word that comes up in, when i was looking up like the definition of like sensibility and sensible you know these kinds of things are like are also about being pragmatic being practical being reasonable but there's a felt quality to it as well and i think sensibility i mean definitely for an artist is a word that that is very important and gets used a lot we talk about an artist's sensibilities right it's like oh they have really terrific sensibilities when it comes to this in many ways an artist's sensibilities is a big part of their their voice so i'm excited to talk about all of those things as well as uh, some other things about sensibilities in terms of in terms of yeah like where we're I know you want to talk a lot about so like you know how do we 
get off to the right start on things and and whatever and and yeah so i i'm looking forward to a lot of different angles on this on this word and and this topic so i think i'll leave it there brandon what do you got i'm excited about it as well you know i think the part of this that's interesting to me is when we were talking leading up to this you know, I kind of actually kind of had this insight, actually, as I was telling you, because I was working through my own process, but I was like, I love this idea that we, we think of things as linear, like we think they'd be go, we go ABC, all the way to Z. And we think that's mm-hmm. how it works. But I think what we are beginning to discover, or at least, you know, this is something that I'm finding in my process is that it more like it begins in the middle. And it's also not so much about going one direction or the other. It's like you you kind of have this idea of what you're trying to do. And there's so many different directions you could go and you don't know which one to do. And when you begin anything, especially if it's new, but if it's a big project and there's a lot of moving parts or a lot of pieces to it, it can be overwhelming and you can kind of get shut down before you even really begin. And it's because you don't really know where to go, which direction, whatever. And I think sensibility is having a sense of what needs to come first mm-hmm. and what what actually matters. I was, yeah. um, if I could use an example, just how I kind of came to this recognition for myself, filmmaking, I found like learning filmmaking was similar to this, but um, I talked about this on the podcast before. One of my interests is building a schoolie, which... For people who don't know what that is, it's modulating a bus into essentially a motorhome, something that you can live nomadically in, and then you can kind of travel around and, you know, you can go to remote locations and and whatever. And since, you know, all my work these days is remote, this is an exciting idea for me. And I've been really diving, deep diving into like, okay, like, how do I do it? Like, you know, and so um a lot of things I just started figuring out as I go, well, it's like, okay, so I'm going to convert this bus. I mean, I don't know a lot about carpentry. I don't know a lot about plumbing, framing, you know, all these things that I need to learn. So then it's like, okay, well, you can start by learning. You can start by learning those things. And then that will help you to kind of have a better idea of what you'd actually do. And then, you know, you get ahead of yourself. So I started getting ahead of myself. I started going, you know what, if I'm parked in these locations, like I'm at a lake and I'm set up and or some campsite, I don't necessarily want to move this whole bus or RV somewhere. It'd be nice to have a secondary option to travel. And so then I started stumbling across this idea of having a bike, a motorcycle or a scooter attached to the thing. So I was like, okay, let's go down this road. And then this opportunity came up for like a really good deal on one. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should get it. The deal's here. And it's like, wait a minute, you don't even have the schoolie yet. (laughs) (laughs) So, but like, it's, the thing is, is the sensibility is having the recognition that, wait a minute, this might be something that I do later. And as exciting as that is right now, and as great of an opportunity as say getting this particular bike is right now, maybe that's not the best move at this moment. Maybe there's a better move that would actually help this process move along smoother because now I have a bike and, and the whole point of having the bike was to attach to the schoolie and I don't even have the schoolie maybe I should leave that task for later. And this is kind of how I think sensibility works in the process of figuring out what our path is through whatever we're doing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, 
it's kind of like a, a combination of intelligences to me, you know, like it's not just any one type of intelligence. It's like a, it's a bunch of things coming together to work in a very, yeah, in a very pragmatic way, I think. And which isn't to say necessarily that your sensibilities are, are necessarily better than an, another's. I think that, you know, we, we talk about how, you know, people come together and they bring their sensibilities to something, right? And, and different kinds of things help us to get different angles. And it really is, in many ways, it helps us to figure out an approach. And what's becoming pretty clear to me is that, like, your sensibilities are very much about what is the priority, you know, like what are the main priorities? And from one person to the next, it could be different, you know, like looking at the same thing in front of you. And mm -hmm. it's not to say that one is necessarily better than the other, although that probably does happen at times too. It certainly happens at certain times where it's like, oh, okay, you know what? Your sensibilities around this are actually, I think, a little bit better for what we're trying to do, for what we're trying to da da da. And that's a way in which we actually develop our own, right? Like mm -hmm. we get that input from someone else and go, oh, now my own sensibilities have have grown from having learned from another person, right? But there's something about there's something about our sensibilities which which I think yeah, they bring a certain kind of a kind of voice, a certain kind of character to to the thing that we're we're taking on and and again, it can be it can be so different I think from person to person to person to person like just even in your story yeah from what you're you know where you're looking to go what you're trying to do getting the bike was is is yeah like exciting in many ways you know like there's that part that that for all of us we just go like oh i could do that now you know like it's a part of the vision that can come together right now in this moment but for you that's like it's like yeah but that doesn't that doesn't make sense Right. Like that's the, the, when you, when you stop and think about it and through the, through the excitement of it all at this moment, that's it's now is not the right moment for that. Right. But for someone else, maybe it is the right moment. Maybe you're working towards that, but you know, it's like, maybe you don't have a car <laughs> or something, <laughs> you know, maybe you have no mode of transportation and you can actually make very good use of the thing right now. And it will just, you know, like then your sensibilities might tell you something different. It's like, you know what? Totally. Yeah, I can, I can make that investment right now because that would be very helpful for me and, you know, other things, da, 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 da. That, that makes sense. So I think that, I think that this thing with, with sensibilities, yeah, it's very intriguing. Like it's, and as you're saying, it's not, it's not a linear, it's not a linear thing. Like our, it's, it's, uh, it's a kind of branching, trying to see the whole picture kind of a thing, you know, like, I think that that's, that's part of the thing about sensibility is that it's like, it's about getting a, a, yeah, a broader picture of things or what's your broad picture of this thing so that we so that we know how to kind of approach this how to how to tackle this thing and 
you know, I knew that this this conversation was going to have a lot to do with, you know, how do we start? How do we how do we initiate? But I, I'm really realizing just how much it really is about that because of how much it, our sensibilities are so tied into what what is the first thing, mm-hmm. right? But that first thing could be could be different from person to person to person. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, we don't all come to the party with the same gifts. It's like... Uh, and that's a good thing. Yeah. And, and you know, someone, someone has, uh, you know, like as I've been going through this project, for example, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to be working on the thing, where am I going to work on it? That's also a really important thing to consider as I, you know, and, and, and how long am I going to take to do the build? You know, and based on the unit that I buy, where is it in the process of, you know, because like there's a, there's been all sorts of interesting things that have come up. There's been ones that are already built or ones that are half built, ones that are, you know, have the plumbing in them or something. And ones that are just basically a clean slate. And, you know, so there's like variations on, well, what, what am I dealing with to begin with? You know, if I'm dealing with something that is like, um, I don't know, like if it's starting from scratch, I need to kind of allot that time. And then, so it's like, well, where am I going to work on this thing when I, if I build the thing out, um, as opposed to if I purchase, say something or get something that's already done, I can, you know, that whole time frame is, is changed. And it could be the difference between, you know, say, a money investment, right? Like where if, if I say purchase the one that I build on my own, I could technically save money, but it'll cost me time. But if I purchase one that's already built, um, you know, I'm spending money, but I'm saving time. And and so there's different ways to go about this whole process. And it kind of depends like what's important to you and, and what are you really trying to do here? Um, you know, and, and yeah, I think, you know, with sensibility too, it's, it's one of those things where we need to keep in mind that most of the decisions we make are emotional. And so when it comes to big, important decisions, it's, it's valuable to have a little bit of rationale in the whole thing to, to just be a little bit practical because I mean, I think being too practical and, always being too conservative, you don't take any risks and you don't try anything. And there's really no creativity in that, but the creative world, it's all about emotion, you know, and you think about, I mean, I can use a reference that everybody can relate to. You think about dating a lot of the time, especially in like Western culture, we go on dates because of an emotional decision more than a practical decision. Most of the time, you know, I mean, look, maybe some people are different, but I feel like, uh, you know, I don't know. I like this person. They're funny or something. Mm-hmm. And we're like, I'll give it a shot, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're married with, you're married to them and you have two kids or something. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, well, how did that happen? You know what I mean? I just thought they were funny. Um, but like when you're making your decisions, I think it's worth considering the practical side or the rational side of things and kind of looking at it and going like, does this make sense? And asking yourself that as you go through it, because I mean, I I also feel, mm, let me just put it this way. I feel like motivation 
is such an emotional part of the journey of doing anything. You know, it's like, I, I'm excited and I'm passionate and I, and I, and I'm fired up about it. And all those types of emotions are what's driving that incredible motivation that'll get you to do things that most people won't do. But unguided motivation can lead you to make really dumb decisions too. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you're just thinking like, oh man, this is so exciting and I just want to do this. And all of a sudden you've, you know, you've been careless or you've taken risks that you shouldn't take. And, you know, you just didn't really think it out. And I think sensibility is kind of finding that balance between rationale and emotion. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like going, you know, I did a, Evan, this morning I did a, a, a plus minus chart, the positive negatives. Like, here's the positive script in the bike. Here's the negatives. And I was like, I'm really gonna, I'm really gonna do this. And as I, as I wrote it out, it was like dead even. It was a dead even heat, like all the way through. And I was point after point after point. And I was like, I really wanted to sell myself on getting the bike. Yeah. But as I went through it, and then I was like, okay, it just, as I go through this, it's so close that it's not, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And 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 that was hard because emotionally, the kid in me is just like, just get the fucking bike. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Believe in yourself. You know, it's kind of like, giving me very irrational kind of motivations, you know, it'll be fun. You'll love it. Who cares? You'll deal with that later kind of attitude, which I think is useful to some degree, but also can be careless and impractical in in the sense of like, wait a minute, do I want to feel good right now? Or do I want to feel great later? And when it comes down to this, this moment, it's like, no, this will feel good right now. It definitely will. But I want to feel great later. And if that's going to cost the greatness later or delay the greatness later, then I don't want to keep band-aiding feeling good, you know, and delaying feeling great. So let's just, let's just kind of like process those emotions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's like sensibility is, is this interesting figure who, who shows up for, yeah, for certain certain tasks, and and I think you're right in that. Like it is, it's it's com it's combining, you know, sort of. It's it's yeah, it's like combining head and heart at the same time, like coming together to like have a conversation about something, and what in what you were saying, I was like, yeah, in in a way, like sensibility doesn't ever really say no to anything you know like sensibilities is this thing that's like open and it's feeling into the thing that's at hand and it's like it's it's looking at it and it's feeling into it at the same time and going it's like it's like i'm not saying no this is this is probably a yes or this is a maybe right but let's just take a second and we're gonna and we're gonna just bring a little bit more in we're going to really take a look at this and 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 see if there is a way or what the best way might be right and yeah so that i think that's an interesting thing about it like i've never thought about sensibility in terms of of yeah like it's this thing that never really says no to Mm -hmm. anything 
Well, I like I, I like that you brought that in because I feel like that is a a part of how we avoid like sensibility because the kid in us doesn't want to be told no, right? Like the the part of us that's like that that wants to do the thing that the thing is exciting and fun. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel good to be told no, you know, and you know, something I remember my dad telling me, um, you know, is like a lot of time you've already made your decision and you're going to just try to sell yourself into the decision you already made and play yeah. this whole game about how you're thinking it out. And so that's something I really try to do when I'm, when I'm making a decision is be like, okay, this is the decision I want right now. Let's be honest. And, and, and I, and I can sell myself into anything. So I'm I'm kind of mindful about that because it's it's great because I can motivate myself for things and I have learned to to do that but also sometimes I can motivate myself towards doing something that isn't necessarily good for me. And so I feel like sensibility is having an honest talk with yourself about like let's be sensible mm-hmm. here. Like like you want this bike like that's that's the truth. You want to have it. If you could have it right now and there was no challenges, you would get it. Okay, fine. But let's like let's really let's not convince ourselves of something just because it's what we want, you know? And I mean, I don't know what's the right choice or the wrong choice. Sometimes maybe that's what you need to do. You need to sell yourself into something. But I think sometimes you need to sell yourself out of something mm-hmm. because you know it's um you know it's like dating that person you know you shouldn't date you know maybe they're already <laughs> in a relationship or something and you're like but i really like them and you know like but you know better you know you shouldn't do it you know that there's there's problems you know and so the sensible part of you needs to talk yourself out of making a bad decision but the, the the part of you that's feeling that emotion, that desire, that attraction, that want, that whatever it might be, it's going to try to convince you to do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's, it's sensibility is a, is so much for me I, as we're going through this conversation, it's like this weigh scale, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of measuring like, okay, like, you know, and if, if it's a dead even, then you really got to kind of, you know, sometimes it's hard because you're like, well, I don't know which way to go. And it's it then it starts to come down to like short term, long term, you know, yeah. and bigger picture because you said that earlier, bigger picture, like seeing the whole picture, right? Yeah, the bigger picture and and the priority thing. And what I'm what I'm seeing now, like just this whole thing of the you know understanding the kind of intelligence that that sensibility is, and like as we've discovered, like it it is this blend of head and heart of, you know, intellect and, and emotion coming together. And I'm just, I've just been trying to, as we're going out of this conversation, trying to understand more of, of that function. And what's coming to me right now is that the reason why it's not just because sensibility is not some dispassionate, you know, thing it's not just some cold rational 
you know, part, which is another faculty that we have. We can be very just coldly rational about, about something, but, uh, you know, we're artists here and we're, uh, we're talking about, about other things. So it's sensibility. I think it's, it, it arises because it's in response to something that is emotional, you know, because there, there is an emotional aspect to the thing that is being dealt with. Right. Cause you, you brought up like, oh, you know, like the excited kid, you know, that comes out and like, oh my God. And that's great. It's like, it's like, okay, like that's, I love that you're excited about this, <laughs> you know, love that you're feeling, you got some big feels about this thing right now. Right. So let's just, let's take a look here, you know, before we jump, let's take a, let's take a quick look at this thing. And so there's it has to be in response to an emotional thing. And I think of in terms of, you know, the artist is, is very much involved with the subjective part of reality, right? Like, and, and some would argue that it's entirely that it's probably a blend. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to get into that, but <laughs> It's definitely artists are heavily involved with subjective experience of life, the subjective experience of being a human or, you know, dealing with like, what is that? What does it feel like? What is it like to be, you know, alive in this world at this time and da, 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 and, and trying to express that there it's, it's highly emotional. And I think that's why this word is used a lot when we're talking about artists and the artist sensibilities about certain things because it has to they're they're trying to communicate something to an audience they're trying to communicate this subjective thing to other people and maybe even trying to understand it in themselves at the same time throughout that that process you know and and that often comes down to the the decisions the choices that that an artist is making and why it's so important like why sensibilities are like okay what's the priority here all right you're trying to send share this message or you're trying to express this this thing that you've maybe identified as being the most important thing and and so it's like it keeps on sort of coming up again and again and again and again it's like okay what's the most important thing that's part of your sense the sensibilities that you're showing up with it's like well okay i think it's this and it's like oh maybe it's different oh okay now i'm i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna lean deeper into that that's your sensibilities showing up again to adjust you know to to it's you know it's always reactive i think mm -hmm. as well which is is or maybe not reactive it's responsive you know mm -hmm. sensibility is is very responsive to all of the the feedback to all of the um you know all of the the sort of stimuli i guess that are are coming in throughout the process it's very much engaged with process and yeah like i just think of of you know like a for some reason i'm thinking of directors you know, like we, you can look at, at someone like Martin Scorsese or, or Quentin Tarantino and they have, they're both incredible filmmakers. They have a lot of very different sensibilities when it comes 
to filmmaking, right? They do the same thing, but they do it differently. And, and, but each, they're each brilliant, right? And it's the reason why we go to see different movies, why we, why we have different people, because we were like, they bring something different. You know, they, they look at something at, at the story that they're telling and they have a way in which they look at it and they go, okay, I really want to tell this story. What's the important thing for me to tell in this story? I think actors should ask themselves the same questions, same questions, by the way, what's the, <laughs> what do you really want to say with this part? What is it? What is it? The thing that really you have that excitement about, right? The emotional thing of what you're doing. And then the sensibilities show up to help you figure out how you're going to do that, mm. right? How do you bring that passion and that excitement to fruition in its best, most effective, and sometimes most efficient form, right? How are you, how can you, I think it's also, you know, sensibility is also about, again, that, that pragmatism and about simplicity as well. Yeah. Well, I, there's there's a bunch of things you said, and I just want to kind of note them before I begin. One was that sensibility usually become comes out of an emotional response, or you, you put it that way. I think that's a really good analysis of where sensibility plays a part. It's like we have this emotional thing, and now it's time to to bring our sensibilities to this emotion because the emotion is chaotic and and wild and and somewhat free, which is exciting, but mm. the sensibility like harnesses it and controls it and directs it more effectively. Mm. Um, so that was something yeah, that really came it. up. I like that word. Yeah. That. And and so when you're thinking about the, the film directing type of sensibility, which I thought was a really other, very interesting point, our sensibility about our emotions is I think partly what helps us find our voice because you and I have the same emotion about something relatively, right? But my sensibility on what to do with it and your sensibility on what to do with it is different. And that in some way is what makes our voice come out the way it comes out because, you know, we, we communicate it or share it or do it in a, in, in that way, based on what makes sense for us to direct it. And mm. emotion is, as they say, energy in motion. So it's just, energy and it's in motion but it doesn't mean that it's directed and it doesn't mean that it's focused and it it doesn't mean that it's um you know it has longevity either you know because a lot of time motion emotion can come in spurts and i'm sure uh, our audience out there we've all had this have you ever been like super motivated one day or one week or one month or one year and then all of a sudden you're not and you're like what because that's emotion that's undirected and it's it it has no 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 focus no intention it 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 loses its luster it it can't really sustain itself it just starts to go everywhere and um you know i've seen this a lot for new entrepreneurs where they're like oh, i'm going to do everything i'm going to do a funnel i'm going to do my social media i'm going to build my website i'm gonna... <laughs> and all of a sudden it's just like this too much stuff and you're super excited about it in the beginning but it's like you're trying to do everything and and really as much energy as you might have had in the beginning, as much excitement and passion and just willingness, it just starts to dissipate with, uh, with all these different outlets. And so what I would recommend if, if you were in that position, for example, focus 
on one of those things. If it's going to be your, your website, then focus on your website, get that done, then do your social media, or maybe just set up your social media and then just leave it to the side. But like, don't try and do everything at once, direct mm -hmm. it, focus it. And, and I think film director is such a great example of that because film director you have the script or the story and these actors and all these elements that are at play you know different departments doing makeup and wardrobe and set deck and everything and then really you know you kind of got to decide okay like what where am i going to point the camera what's you know and and how am i going to bring these elements together you know and you really only get one frame you don't really get a hundred, you know, like in a moment, mm -hmm. right? In a moment, you get one. So you you make a choice. You have to focus your attention somewhere, you know? Yeah. 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 A, 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 the job of the director, maybe that's why it came up sort of instinctively, I guess, is because, yeah, there's the, a director's job is so like, because there are so many things that you are holding at the same time and you have to prioritize thing after thing after thing. I remember hearing Matt Damon tell a story about working on Saving Private Ryan. And he was he was a pretty he was still pretty new like like hot up and coming at the time of that, but you know, working with Spielberg, big deal for any actor at any time in their career, but you know, for him there and they were doing this scene, can't remember what scene it was, but he told he told like Steven Spielberg, he was like, he's like, okay, like, like we got it. Like, let's move on kind of a thing. And he came up to him and he was just like, Hey, like, you know, I think, um, you know, I think like I can, I think I got a better, I got a better take, you know, like, can we, can we do it again? And he told him, no, <laughs> you know, like he was just like, he's like, no, we're like, like we're moving on. And, the explanation he got, he's like, look, we, we could do it again and, and it would be better, right? We could do it again and it would maybe be five, 10% better. It's like, or I can go and I can set up this next shot and that's going to make the movie 50% better, 60% better. You know, like it's, it's, it was like him doing like, that was him using his sensibilities being like, no, nah, like, I know from my time that like how much better this is going to be, isn't going to be meaningful enough. Mm. And Oh, that was, I didn't even mean to do that, but that actually sets that actually seg segues me perfectly for something that came up for me as you were talking, which is that, um, sensibility. Um, I said like it's in response to emotions, but actually I think it goes deeper in that it has response to what has meaning sense and and this is something that seems like it was staring me right in the face because this is something that I teach actors and if you're an actor out there I'll I'll give you a, a little bit of a lesson but it's a, a big acting mistake is going for an emotional result mm. right and that's that's a very common um misconception from actors and non-actors alike is this is this over sort of putting too big of a spotlight on being emotional, right? It's like, it's actually acting is not so much being about being emotional. You need to be able to have emotions, but the actual, the actual ticket 
to that whole emotional life as an actor is meaning is actually connecting to what has meaning in the story and what has meaning in your own personal life and you know marrying that whole thing is a is a whole process and and whatever we won't get into that but i was just like oh yeah it's it's if it has to do with emotion if sensibility has to do with emotion then it has to do with meaning right so anything that means something to us right again that that if it means something to us, it does something to us. And what does it do? It, it fills us with all kinds of emotions, right? And so that's where our sensibilities need to show up is in all of the spaces of the things that have meaning to us. Yeah. I don't know if that, if that makes sense to you or, but (laughs) like, I see you're like, you're nodding. Um, yeah, well, (laughs) I mean, you know, that's there's something about meaning which is interesting when it comes to emotion because when we have an emotional response, I don't think we always know why. And I don't think we always know the meaning behind what's what's happening. We don't necessarily consciously understand that. And that's why emotion can be so difficult to navigate until you kind of understand yourself and understand like what's happening or why are you reacting or why are you triggered or whatever it might be. Um, And then like as an actor, you can begin, you know, for example, as an actor, you can begin to understand, well, you know, this is, this is very meaningful to me and you can explore it, navigate it and begin to understand it. And then through exploring meaning, you'll find you, you, you kind of call up emotion. Right. And so, I think my my point here, though, is that sensibility is a good way for us to navigate emotions when we don't quite understand what we're feeling and why we're feeling the way we're feeling. Like somebody cuts you off in traffic and you might get super angry and feel like, man, like, you know, but what you made that mean was that person doesn't respect me. They're careless, da, 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 da. And what you don't realize is that that person just got fired from their job. They're coming home. They're not sure how they're going to tell their partner and they're, they're struggling to even pay the bills this month. And yeah, it was careless what they did, but it had nothing to do with you, but you got Mm -hmm. emotional because you made it mean something. And it's not to say that what they did was okay. Keep in mind, but your emotional response made it into a meal when it was just a little thing. And I feel like sensibility can go like, you know what? Sensible is being like, okay, that person did that thing. I don't like it but that wasn't about me. I don't know that was about me. Let's just take a breath here. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. You you don't lose your head, you know? You don't lose your you lose yourself in some made up narrative that starts because that's the problem with emotion. It can it can throw a narrative into something that isn't even there yeah. and you just get lost in it, you know? Hey everybody, this is Evan and this episode is brought to you by my book. Yes, I recently released a book called The Actor's Awakening, Connecting Spirituality to Craft. Expand yourself as an actor and your craft through a spiritual perspective. Take a journey that will explore universal philosophies and insights to help you understand human nature in a profound way and develop practices to take your work to another level. Again, that's The Actor's Awakening, Connecting Spirituality to Craft, available on Kindle and paperback on Amazon. And as always, if you like the show, please subscribe. Yeah, it totally, because yeah, it can be very much 
caught up in in memory right it can yes. it can get caught up in thought i was thinking of that maybe you've seen this video but have you seen that video there's these guys were like following this woman in who was driving like this suv or whatever and they were like honking at her trying to get her attention and and stuff like that and so this woman pulls over and she gets out of her out of her truck and she comes storming up to these guys and she's just like what you guys doing are so inappropriate like she's freaking out she thinks it's these guys and you know she's just an attractive woman and so she just thinks that these guys are like following her around you know and being obnoxious like like hitting on her and they were like they're like no you we saw you leave the gas station and your car and she looks and she pulled out of the gas station with the with the with the freaking <laughs> nozzle still attached so she like ripped the thing out the nozzle is still sitting in her gas tank and she looks over and it was just like this whole like suddenly like just ang like this searing hot anger is gone and it's just this like there's another anger but it's like out of embarrassment like absolute horrified embarrassment about not only was she wrong about these guys following her around but like about you know what had happened before that but it was um you can find that online it's very interesting um <laughs> but just uh just to give another example to 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 yeah like what what you're saying and you know and that's the things that i think our and why it's important that our sensibilities grow and and evolve and they change and and we want to invite that in and i think also our sensibilities change in it because of because there's probably an emotional experience that happens too you know like there's a real deep learning i think that happens with with sensibilities and to to further expand on on the sort of point of you know, being in traffic and, and just going through that whole thing. Like that's where, where you acknowledge that, Oh wait, I don't know that that was about me. Even if it was, I can't know, you know, like there's, there's a whole, there's a whole part of, of, of that, that again is, is learned. Right. Like yeah. there's, yeah. there's like, there's, there's a learned aspect to going through that that process right like in, in catching yourself having an emotional reaction to something and then being able to walk yourself through that of like that was not personal who knows what happened to this person like da 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 da, da. like that's that's all very sensible to do and it's sensible in that in that it prevents you from getting putting yourself into an undesirable emotional place. Hmm. I mean, that's, that's a great example of emotional chaos, you know, and unguided, like misguided emotional energy, you know, and, and the assumptions and projections that are going on for that woman and, mm -hmm. you know, all of this. And that's where I think, you know, where there's kind of like, wisdom and sensibility you know it's this uh just 
I like one thing that I, you know, that I've had to work through in my life, and I'm sure everybody does in their own ways, like just patterns, patterns you learn from your family, your neighborhood, your community, your school, all of this. And seeing those kind of come out every now and then and being like, hmm, you know, I never really thought about that one. And then adjusting yourself and going, you know what, maybe I'll do this a different way. Like I used to think whenever I was going to tell somebody like, Hey, you know, I didn't really like this, that I was about to get into a fight. And I used to be kind of like, I'd be preparing for a fight. And then I started to realize that like, you know, part of, part of the, even the fight that I might've been having, if I ever did get in a fight was probably because I was coming in ready to fight. And then that person was responding to my, um, defensiveness off the bat and whatever, but, you know, also, telling somebody that you didn't like something and just feeling and saying it in a tactful way and, and, and doing it with somebody who respects you and, and, and all of that, you can begin to kind of approach life instead of coming into everything like a fight you can start to come into it with a bit of peace and just be like, Hey, like, you know, um, you might preface the feedback. Like maybe initially when you come in with a fight, it's like, you did this and you wronged me and here's why and blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't fair. And that's one way to approach it. Or you could come in and say, hey, you know, I don't even know if you noticed this, but earlier on when you did that, it kind of made me feel like blah, 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 blah. And I didn't really like it. I just wanted to bring it to your attention because, you know, whatever. And it's mm. like, did 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 you notice that? Do you have anything to say? And they might say, oh, man, totally didn't even realize that happened. I'll watch out for that. Okay, great. And then you move on. Like that could be mm -hmm. a totally different conversation. But it's that sensibility, right? It's about going... And I do think there is uh with sensibility, you know, while we're on this topic about our reactions to things, I do think it's a good idea not to make things about yourself too much. I really think that's, it's something we all slip into a little bit too much. Um, and we do think the world revolves around ourselves a bit um, because we are living in our world and we're in our own skull and we're, we're, we're looking at it from our point of view, but like, the world really does not revolve around us as much as we might think. Mm -hmm. And people don't care about you as much as you would think in a good way. They actually like, like it doesn't mean they don't care about you. It's just that they're thinking about themselves, just like you're thinking about yourself. And even if they're talking poorly about you, they're actually thinking more about themselves while talking poorly about you than they are even talking about you. And you know, there's a lot of things that that I think with sensibility, you can begin to recognize that you're not you're not as entranced into the spell of emotional triggering as um, you might have felt before. You know, it's like you kind of just look out in the world and you go like I look out in the world now and I go look at all these people thinking about themselves, doing their life, mm -hmm. thinking about the bills they got to pay and the things they got to, you know, and the struggles they have. And I look at that and I go, and I'm here amongst them doing the same thing. And as opposed to like, you know, like when I was bullied in high school, I used to think that like, oh man, like people are targeting me. They don't like me, blah, 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 blah. And really like, you know, as I came, like, I don't get bullied anymore. The thing that I've learned is like, sometimes your presence can actually aggravate somebody who maybe for whatever reason um it 
they're not allowed that. For example, um, when I was younger, I was a pretty sensitive kid. So the fact that I was being sensitive around people might have actually been triggering for them because they weren't allowed to be sensitive. So they're trying to bully it out of me because they aren't allowed to have that sense sensitivity in their own life. And so my sensitivity is somewhat offensive to them because they're like, well, if I'm not allowed to have it, you're not allowed to have it. But remember, they're thinking, I'm not allowed to have it. So you can't have it either. And it's it's not really about me. It's more about, I can't have it, so neither can you. And you know what I mean? Or whatever. Like people are, or they're bullying you not because of you, but because maybe you're a weaker link in that moment and they can get some social power over here or some uh, uh, some idea of having position or power. And so they're not doing it because they're trying to bully you. They're just using you to get something that they're after. And that's an important to keep in mind because, you know, you begin to see like when people target you, it's not because they're targeting you. It's more because you presented the opportunity for them to target you, which is a more responsible, responsive way to look at it. And so like the reason why people don't bully me anymore is partly because I don't let myself become vulnerable to bullying. And also if somebody starts bullying me, most of the time, not always, sometimes I, sometimes people sneak it in. Most of the time I'll say, hey, that's not okay. You know, I've, I'll tell you a story, Evan. Here's a good example. I was on Granville Street downtown Vancouver and two of my girlfriends, not girlfriends, but friends that were girls, we were walking out of a club. We're walking down the street and these two guys came up behind us and the girls were arm in arm with me. So they're kind of like, oh, we're just walking along the street. And so I'm in the middle of the two of them. And these two guys start saying these comments, which were not good comments to me and the women. And I turned around to them and I said, like, I turned around and I said something like, grow up. And the guys stopped talking and they just left us alone. But there was something about it where it was like, I stood up to their childish bullshit because a lot of people would just be like, oh, I'll just put up with it. I'll just let it go. Mm -hmm. But you can stop things before they begin. And what their agenda was, two, they're two guys and I'm a guy with two girls. I mean, they don't have to think too hard. What's the scarcity going on for them? What's the problem going on for them? They want to be me. They want to be that position. They want that. They want what I appear to have. So they're not necessarily targeting you. They're they're sharing their vulnerabilities. They're sharing their insecurities. And when you look at the world that way, you stop taking it so personally and you start to see people for who they actually are. It's like mm. you're lacking. That's really what's going on. This isn't about me. It's about your lack that you're experiencing. That's why you're approaching this. Yeah. That yeah, way. that that's interesting because there definitely is some yeah, there's there's something to what you're saying in that. Yeah, it's like sensibility, you know, in many ways, the the priority, the first thing that you could say that the priority of, of sensibility is the thing. It's about the thing. And then after that, it's about, okay, and now you in response to the thing. But we need to understand the thing first. We need to understand what's the important thing about the thing. <laughs> yes, the the important thing about the thing. Not we yeah. don't have to know what's going on for them because we don't know that, but we yeah. need to know we need to remove ourselves a little bit because we can get caught in the emotions. Yeah, 
Yeah, because once we're we we've got ourselves all caught up and identified with it, then then we run into some. Yeah, we can run into some pretty hairy carry problems. Um, yeah. We, yeah, yeah, and and we lose our. Yeah, we lose our perspective, which is exactly what sensibilities are. What we want them to do is just more and more like expand and and you you brought something else up that I thought like oh yeah that's that's an important thing to talk about because we've been talking about sensibility so much on the individual front but you also mentioned you know like where our sensibilities I think first start are you know from our families our our friends from the place that we we live right like we can even look at like if you you could argue that every country that you see on the map those are little outlines of sensibilities <laughs> you know those are little outlines of people who have certain types of sensibilities right and and they've they're they're all kind of a, a group so there's this collective um there are collective sensibilities that i think exist as well right that that evolve and grow but um and and in many ways that's where our own begin but it's also where we begin to maybe diverge a little bit as well so that was just one thing that i wanted to bring bring into the fold because like it's something that i feel is a fairly a fairly important aspect of this because where do they even begin and and it comes from yeah like a like a a larger i guess tribal for lack of a better word type of of place as well and those can be both good and bad at the same at the same time as well like there's reasons why people move to different parts of the world or they they find you know, you travel to a place and, and someone finds like, oh, this is my, this is my spot or a town or a city, whatever it is, because you're like, oh yeah, there's something about this place. There's something about, about how people approach things, how people look at things, how people, you know, hear that just, that just really connects with you and your own, and your own sensibilities in a way that helps you to thrive. Right. But again, it's like, there's something there's something that again is very much about that that's very emotional and very much about meaning right because it's mm. like you could you could ask like if we're going if we're going <laughs> going to approach it in a nationalistic kind of a view you could ask some you could ask people from a specific country like what is it to be you know what is it to be uh to be dutch a, a dutchman <laughs> What is it to be, what is it to be a, a, a Frenchman? What is it to be, you know, a Canadian, right? What, it, go, go, go to any part in the world and ask and people will give you answers and they will tell you and they will give you very passionate answers about what that is. Mm. You know, what does it mean to be, to be you? What does it mm -hmm. mean to be from the place that you're from? Right. And you'll start to get a sense of like, okay, the, these are the sensibilities of, of these people, right. That they share or not necessarily everyone, of course. And, and in many ways, 
I'm sure that you will find many similarities all over the world, you know, where people will say, oh, well, a lot of similar things are probably said from people from different countries. But, you know, one of the, one of the joys of traveling is because you do start to pick up on, on those, on those little, these little things that, that, that are in the culture, right? And that culture is just, it's, is it, it's made up and comprised of, of all of these, all these sensibilities of the people. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. So as we're wrapping this baby up, one thing that I kind of wanted to come back to, I think what was maybe the most important part of me about this whole conversation is, um, sensibilities in terms of the project you're you're doing or making or building and like what you're going for in life and i think sensibility kind of has two sides of it for me at this point in the conversation part one is what are you sensitive to like what are you like what are you tuned in to notice you know i think that's a part of your sensibilities it's like you pay attention to things not everybody pays attention to. And I think sensibility is partly figuring out like, what do I give attention? What, what do I care about? You know, and that might help you kind of figure out your values and figure out where you're, you know, where you're really going and why you're doing what you're doing. I don't think we always know why we're doing what we're doing. I think we have sometimes very superficial ideas of why we want what we want or what we're what we're going after and i think that sensibility is one of those things is like you get a sense of like okay like i like this i want more of that i you know whatever um but i think you can develop sensitivity to details and to things that you know you think matter and so I think sensibility can be used that way where you, you, you have an ability to sense something, you know, you have an ability to notice and pick up and kind of tune yourself into something. I think another part of the sensibility talk is once you figure out kind of where you're going and what you're doing and you're getting connected to that and you, you know, sorted a lot of that stuff out, there can be the sensibility of your sense of rationale and judgment and, approach and looking at it from a tactical um mindful caring approach to be like i have this desire and this want but is it sensible for me to just go straight out for it would it be more mindful and and caring and responsible and considerate if i approach it you know this way or that way or have some tact or whatever it might be and I think when we're when we're building projects, whether it be like writing a script, making a movie, taking on an acting career, I, writing a song, I don't know, whatever it might be, give yourself that kind of recognition that you are figuring out the best way to go about this as you go. You're getting a sense for it as you go. And that comes from experience. And I think what I'm kind of also taking away from this if I was to add one last little kind of thing that's kind of coming to light is that I don't necessarily know what's the most important thing when I start. Mm. 
that's something I'm going to start to figure out as I go and get a sense for, and then I'll respond as I learn that. So when you start something, don't expect to know everything. Start like be open to be like, I'll learn and figure out what matters more as I go. Don't, mm -hmm. don't expect to start out perfect and already know everything. Yeah. You know, there's a certain amount of, this is a, you know, we've always talked about this. You're always in process. Yeah. So I think sensibility has a, has a nice little relationship with process. Um, but oh um, yeah. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of. It's, it's, I think it's, it's, yeah, it's all about process for mm -hmm. sure. Well, you have a beer? beer and wrap it up. I do have a beer. Okay. Well, I don't time. today. So I'm oh, just okay. coffee and I'm coffee and water. Okay. Well, <laughs> so uh, I am, I am drinking, uh, Phillips tiger shark pale ale, which is delicious. It's wonderful. Loving it. So that's it. That's all I'll say. And we'll, <laughs> well, I'll, uh, I'll throw out some closing comments here and I'll let you take it, take it home, Brandon. So this has been you know, this definitely was not the, the conversation I, I thought that we were going to be, to be having. I hope that people found it interesting at the very least and, and hopefully useful. It felt like very much like just for me, at least like a really an examination of this word and, and pulling it apart and, and teasing out teasing out all of these little pockets, I guess, of, of what this, this word is. And yeah, I think I'll, I'll, you know, kind of coming back around to what we were talking about from in the beginning, which is that, yeah, it's like, it's, you know, sensibility is about looking, looking at a thing, you know, it's looking at something that has meaning enough that it has a requirement of you. It demands something of you. It's, it's demanding not only your, your, your intellectual intelligence, but your emotional intelligence. Uh, it requires your awareness and it requires, you know, your sensitivity, you know, and that again, like these are all, all these sense words, right? And sensitivity in that, like, yeah, you need to be, you know, when we think of that word, it's like, it's this very, this very delicate, very in tune type of word, right? Like you need to be so sensitive, picking up on, on all of these, every little, little thing of it. And so whatever this thing is, it needs that, it needs that of you. And there's some part of you that's ready to give it right because you there's something about us as human beings when we when we look at a at a challenge or when we look at a vision or something like that 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 again it does something to us you know it it, it evokes some sort of thing in us because there's something inherently meaningful about it for us we have to show up with with a very uh, with a, with a sensitivity to it. And I think coming back around is like that first question is like, okay, well, what's, what is the priority? What's the most important thing about this thing? 
right? I think, you know, that's maybe the, the, the best question that I've walked away from in terms of, of maybe the, the first question of sensibility, which is, you know, what's the first thing about this thing, right? It's, it's about, again, taking that, that focus off of ourselves, putting it on the thing and then go, okay, and now, now what is, what's the most important? What is our priority? Where do we need to begin? What makes sense? What's the place that makes the most sense for us to begin? Mm. And once you figure that out, it's like, okay, and then what's, and then what's the next one? And what's the next one? What's the next one? Right. And that process, right. As you brought in that word towards the end and it's in that, it's in constant process and, and yeah, it's not necessarily a linear thing. It is a constantly responsive thing. It's always in response to, to the thing and, and showing up with as much intelligence as it can muster and evolving and growing and changing as, as it needs to. So yeah. What's the, what's, what's the important thing about the thing? Yeah. 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 You know, there's a years and years back on one of the podcast episodes, I used to have this thing on my like vision board and I shared it on the episode. I could not tell you which one it was, but I had this thing on my vision board and I had cut it out because it made sense to me at the time, which was plans change, values don't. And I really thought about that over these last like five or six years, probably. And I've been like, wait a minute, is that true? Do I really agree with that? And I'm like, no, sometimes values change. But I think in 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 certain context, once you start to figure out your values, then they kind of stay pretty solid and the plans will be more more malleable and changing, right? So um, you, you mentioned priority. I think that's such a big part of this conversation for me is like, I don't necessarily, as I start a project or I start something, I don't necessarily know what the priority is when I start, but I develop a sensibility of what priorities are. And so that alters my plan. But my priorities are greatly informed by the value that I'm actually trying to uphold here, the values I'm trying to uphold. So, you know, if the if the main value is, wouldn't it be cool to be able to live nomadically, remotely, be able to explore all the best places in North America at a whim and be able to work anywhere in the world? And that's the number one value. And then the number two value would be like, how cool would it be to create my own mobile environment and to build it from scratch and get to design it how I liked and, you know, and all the wonderful things that would come along with it might be value too. So then we go from there, we go, okay, well, now what's the plan? The plan might be, well, well the plan is to, is to do that, but it's like, well, the plan begins to, to find practicality. And it begins to find a certain amount of priority in the practicality. And you start to go, well, wait a minute. Um, does it make sense to, for example, if if I'm doing the schoolie bus mod, does it make sense to buy the bus first? Or does it make sense more to educate myself on what it takes to mod the bus? You know, and it's like, well, maybe, you know, maybe before you go out there and run out and buy the thing, maybe you should really think about what you need to learn and, and go learn that because, you know, that's 
relatively cheaper or free comparatively. Um, and then maybe the education you learn will help inform the unit that you buy and, and so forth. And so you go, okay, that makes sense. Okay, now I got one, two, okay. And then you go, well, is there anything that would come before education, you know, but whatever. And you start to work it out. But my point is, is that as we've had this conversation, including kind of the bit we we had before we even recorded, I'm really beginning to see how things are not linear. They're non-linear. And they're very much more three-dimensional than two-dimensional. And so I'm beginning to look at it more like I start a journey in the middle of the whole thing. With, with no, even if I know the direction I'm going, maybe I need to go over to this town that's the opposite direction first before I go to the town that I actually want to go because I need to go pick this thing up and figure that thing out before I go to that town over there because if I go to that town over there, I won't have the necessary things I need when I get to that town. And so maybe I have to visit several towns that are out of the way before I go to the town that I'm trying to go to if we're talking about a journey of trying to get somewhere. And so I think sensibility is starting to have a sense of even though I'm walking in the opposite direction or a direction that's not necessarily even related seemingly to where I think I'm going, it might still be on point and it might still be purposeful and not to just cut out those options. Because I think part of putting together a vision and, and ultimately I think that's really what this is about for me, this talk and this goal I've been sharing Putting together a vision is not just about looking straight ahead and going, yep, that's where I want to go. That's the mountain I want to climb. You know, before you go climb that mountain, I mean, let's like, let's be honest. You might go, you know what? I need some hiking boots and I need some gear and I need a backpack. So maybe I should go to the, the store first or somewhere to go get that before I go directly towards the mountain. But the store is back three miles and the mountains forward three miles, you know, so yeah, you got to walk back three miles and then move forward six, but you can't really do the the mountain until you get the gear. Kind of, kind of looking at it that way and having a, you know, you might get to the mountain also. And here's another example. I'm just kind of coming up with in the moment. You might get to the mountain, even get partway up the mountain and realize, hey, you know what? I can't go any further because I'm not equipped to back down from this forward progress you think you've made get yourself prepared and come back at it again, prepared. You know, that is part of, I think, the sensibility of approaching a vision or a big goal or a big dream. So, you know, if you were to walk away from this talk and, and you know, if I was to encourage anything of myself or anybody else out there, I'd say, look, just because you're backpedaling or backtracking or whatever, doesn't mean you're not moving forward in this goal. Direction is not entirely the measurement of the goal or the vision or whatever. So give yourself a break, you know, and and don't don't let your emotions, even your negative ones, get in the way of your dreams and your visions. Thank you for listening in on our conversation today. We hope you found something helpful that you can carry forward with you. Head over to our website, wayoftheartist.com, for more free exclusive material and learn about the show. If you haven't already, please support us by subscribing to the show, sharing it with people you know, and keeping compassionate, creative conversation going.